Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello and welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, and today is episode 48. I'm really excited to be joined today by a fellow health coach and holistic health practitioner, um, Heidi Frost. And Heidi is an occupational therapy practitioner, certified health coach, and registered yoga instructor with over 19 years of experience in the holistic health and wellness space. She specializes in helping women over the age of 35 manage high stress and low energy so that they can be physically, mentally, and emotionally present in every aspect of life. And she's the owner of uh, Revolution Health, which has been serving women online in the virtual space for the past year. So Heidi, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. And as our listeners can probably tell, you and I function in a very similar space and serving, <laughs> serving a similar woman who's, you know, stressed out and doesn't have any energy and all those things. So I'd love to just start off with, you know, hearing a little bit about how you got into doing the work that you do. And then we'll, we'll go from there. Sure. Yeah. So in the early on in my career, you know, as an occupational therapist, I worked in the traditional medical model, mostly in hospitals and clinics and, you know, under the regulations of all of the powers that be in the healthcare industry. And then, you know, working full time, managing a household and a family. And, you know, in my sort of mid twenties, I was struggling with some of my own health issues as far as around digestive health and energy management and the impacts of stress on my mind and body. And that led me to my own health journey where I really started to study and research and I became a certified health coach and registered yoga instructor and really worked deeply with my mind and body to help manage my own health and keep my own health at, you know, its optimal function. And I wanted to share that with, with other women and really help to support them as well. So I've been doing that, um, you know, for the past 10 years on site in different gyms and healthcare facilities. And then, as you said, the past year, I pretty much took everything online. Awesome. It's yeah. so interesting to me because I, I, you know, talk to a lot of other w- women who we've ended up in this role as health coach and, and leader. And my, my journey is similar. You know, I had health mm-hmm. challenges and ended up becoming a certified women's health coach. And, and here we are, Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and there's so many different facets to that healing process. And I know we were talking a little bit, you know, earlier before, before we started here, kind of around the side that I don't think gets talked about enough you know, because typically when, when women come to see one of us, that's, you know, there's physical issues going on, right? And so there's this physical stuff yeah. that has their focus, but what we tend to ignore is all the emotional stuff that contributes. For sure. To that. Um, and so I didn't, I, I'll kind of let you, we'll ebb and flow a little bit, but just talking yeah. about the side of healing. 
Yep, I couldn't agree more. And it's funny, you know, because the yoga instructor in me, I think, always turns to that mind-body connection piece when I'm working with my clients. Because when they, when most women first come to me and I ask, you know, we get in conversation about what's going on with them. The first thing that they tell me is all of the physical symptoms, right? And that's what, that is always what's highlighted, you know, in everybody when they're describing what it is that they're, they're suffering with or what their challenges are. And it's either fatigue or they want weight loss or they're struggling with joint pain. And, you know, once we start to, really dig a little deeper there's always an underlying emotional component there as well that we uncover so even though we start you know down the physical path when we're working towards a health goal I think we always tend to accomplish something involving the emotional health as well absolutely and what I find really interesting about that is you know a lot and I I don't know if you experience this too but a lot of the women I work with are like you know the women who've they've tried everything or they're also totally and a yoga instructor and like, they're Mm -hmm. like, I've done all the things and I can't, you know, I can't, I'm stuck. And it's like 99.9% of the time, it's not because there's something wrong with you or wrong with us or like you're unique somehow. It's that there's some emotional stuff that you just haven't dealt with. Yeah. I I was sharing with you before we started, I, um, part of my process is we do a a full moon detox that goes after parasites and all this stuff. And so I had this Mm -hmm. client, this that she came in yesterday and she did did this over the weekend and she got like nine I mean she was obsessed with her poo right so she yeah packed it and measured it all but well who wouldn't yeah I'm like this is so cool but (laughs) nine feet of like it's called biofilm so it's stuff that's just yeah but what she found so interesting about it was you know she was triggered by all these things that she's never really talked about and traumas that she's had you know growing up in mm-hmm. an Alaska native village and you know stuff that she just kind of glossed over because that was how how she dealt with it and so you know that was the kind because I know you do a lot with detox too so I'd love yep. to just dive into okay well like where's this emotional connection and the you know I've cut, talked about the gut brain connection and all that but totally let's let's have that conversation cuz yeah i love this i love that topic so it's so interesting like when you describe like eliminating waste from the body and really you know in a physical way yes it's so important for of course all the the health reasons behind it with leaky gut and all the other things that that can contribute to but i think the the emotional side of it when you're letting go and eliminating all of you know these these toxins that your body's been carrying, you know, for it could be, an, you know, 10, 20, 30 years worth of yeah. toxic waste, toxic, you know, high toxic load in the body that's been contributing to the emotional channels and blocking, you know, not only contributing to the, the gut brain connection and causing things like brain fog and, you know, all of this emotional exhaustion, but also blocking the energy channels in the body and interfering with the flow of, of energy through, through the body. So I think releasing in every way, the toxins physically really triggers, you know, what's been buried emotionally and what hasn't had the opportunity to flow freely through the mind and body because it's been so blocked by all of, of these high levels of toxins and this disruption in the body system and the mind body connection. So I think it's very, you know, it's very common to see those triggers when you're releasing and eliminating toxins, especially if you're combining it with some sort of mind body practice 
at the same time. Yeah. And so for you with your clients, like what are some of those mind body practices that you recommend? I mean, obviously you're a yoga yeah. instructor, but yep. so I love to, with my clients, we, we really work closely to create a customized stress protocol that is relevant and going to be, you know, really effective for them. So some of the methods that we incorporate um, are meditation, which I really love, especially during a detox, right? Because this is the time for your body to rest, restore, repair. So it's not just a physical practice. It really needs to be combined with these mind-body practices. So I think, you know, meditation is a really powerful one. I also love breath work and deep breathing. And, you know, I really am a big believer in how that can help to manage stress and, and also release emotional energy and help to balance emotional energy. Um, also journaling is another tool that we use very often um, within the program and with my clients to help support them through this process because it is a, a cleanse or a detox is very holistic, you know, and so mm -hmm. it, it's sometimes you see, you know, these like juice cleanses or detox in a box and it's like, you know, this is, this is going to solve it all. But in reality, if we're looking at people in a holistic way, which we're holistic beings, you know, that just doing one thing like that, like a cleanse kit or a detox in a box is not going to get to the root of the problem. It's not going to really get to balancing the physical and emotional energy and really reaching that goal. So I think having those two practices combined are really powerful. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And it's almost like, I know we both have a background in some Western medicine, you know, approaches mm -hmm. as well, me in chiropractic and you with occupational therapy. And even in the health and wellness space, it's so easy to still try to use it as a bandaid and not, totally. you know, not like really, you know, it's all about the next pill or the next bad diet. Yeah. This and yeah, go, go for yeah. it. <laughs> so no, it's interesting, it's interesting <laughs> that you say that. Because I think a lot of my mission and my goal, my big goal with all of my clients is really to fix the root of the problem, right? And get to the root cause of the problem of what is triggering, you know, the fatigue or what is not allowing the body to release fat, what is causing the fat storage? Because, yeah. you know, like you said, like we'll see people trying really hard, you know, eating really clean, working out all the time. Try, really putting in the effort, but still your body is storing fat for a reason, because again, we need to address the, these issues in a holistic way and get to the root cause of the problem, not just try the next fad diet and hope that it works. You know, exactly. so yeah. that's a big part of my philosophy. Yeah, I love it. And, you know, for those listening to this, like, I think sometimes the thought of going on the emotional journey that's associated with healing can maybe be overwhelming or mm. you know maybe we don't think it applies to us I'm trying to figure out what my question is here my thought but you know just kind of what I guess what suggestions would you have or recommendations to like help create the safe space to go on this journey because I yeah. think about you know creating that awareness of yourself and that that peace and that space where you can like let it all out so totally unleash it yeah and yeah. I totally it's it is it's sometimes hard to cultivate the right um approach to that because I think everybody's so different so 
you know, when you're going into a, like a detox process and you really want to also work through an emotional cleanse and emotional detox, that, you know, it is the very first thing is to be aware of what, you know, type of state you're in energetically. So, you know, emotionally to begin with and sort of establish that baseline. And then going forward, I think using those tools that we talked about and sort of letting go of any inhibitions or restrictions and just letting what surfaces flow. And this can be really effective when you're combining a meditation practice with a journaling practice. So I love the idea of doing like a, it doesn't have to be really long or intense or, you know, it can be a simple five to 10 minute guided meditation. And then combined with journaling right after and almost journaling with not, not thinking, just free writing, just free flowing, what is coming up during that meditation practice. And it's almost better to, you know, just let the pen, pen to paper. I'm a big believer in when you're journaling, especially, you know, in this type of practice, because there's something about that connection with what's coming up for you and your body and what's getting down on the paper. So old school, just free flow, even if it doesn't make sense, what comes out, even if it doesn't, you know, you don't understand it in that moment, just jotting down words, phrases, sentences, you know, whatever's coming up for you, and then letting that sort of sit and process. And then another really powerful tool is to go back and revisit that, you know, either the next day or several hours later and see what you can pull out from the words that you put down on that page and what life lessons are hidden in there, what sort of healing processes occurred for you or what, you know, challenges do you want to maybe work a little deeper in, dig a little deeper into and, and work a little bit more on in an emotional way. So I just love the idea of allowing the mind and body to naturally flow and guide you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you hit on, um, I, I'm sure you find this too, because I do all the time, but you know, I, I feel the more I work with women, the more I feel like a lot of our stuff is self-perpetuated because we hold ourselves oh. to standards and this perfectionism and this, you know, well, I should be doing this and this and this mm. should do it that way. And so a lot of what we're talking about and what you just shared is like, let all that go. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> see what's there. And, you know, we have mm. to be willing to let go of that perfectionistic type a yes and no judgment I think is a really big a really big thing in an exercise like that because even within yourself you know I think we're our own as you know high performing women we can be our own worst critics so sort of letting go of that judgment and detaching from the outcome of what is you know what's happening in that journaling process and in that sort of that healing process and just allowing it to be and, you know, letting it, like you said, letting it all sort of just unpack naturally. Yeah. And I think this is relevant to you for, you know, I've, I've worked with several women over the last couple of months that if they don't have results in like a week, they're just done. Mm. And yeah, it's like, we have to work through that. Like you have to let go of, you know, any, like you said, attachment. So true. Mm-hmm. a thing or a result and, and really just trust the process and trust that yep. your body's going to like, you know, do the things yeah. that you do and let go of what it needs to let go of. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can totally agree, you know, that I've 
I've worked with a lot of women too that, you know, and so we talk a lot about how we measure success and, you know, the, that letting go of that expectation of perfection and being able to extract small measures of success along the way during the process. Because, you know, even if you're learning and growing 10%, 25% each week as you're working with a coach or a practitioner, then, you know, the results and the outcome that you're going to see six weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks from now is going to be transformational, you know, but there's so much to be learned and so much to grow during the process. And I think, you know, just releasing that attachment to the results and, you know, the expectation allows your body to step into that. And, and that's when you can really, when you eliminate the stress around it, mm-hmm. when you can also see the progress. Yeah. And sometimes you don't really see it until you look back, but so, you know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it can be there. Like, I'm just thinking through this conversation, kind of the most impactful thing that I had happen in my healing journey was my, I tore my wrist in like six places as a chiropractor. And so I, I went through a divorce, had that happen. I mean, it was, it was already there, but it got really bad just in the emotional Mm -hmm. side of all that. And I literally hit a point where I couldn't do anything. I couldn't play my violin. I couldn't run. I couldn't do any of my stress relieving things. And I could literally just sit and like think, type, I couldn't write. It was my right hand. And, but in that place, I was able to you know, just be and like mm-hmm. stop all this pressure on myself and just take the time to process yeah. emotions and cry when I needed to. And, you know, just mm-hmm. think, and I didn't run away from that. And I think, you right. Know, so often yeah. we think that this emotional thing is, is messy and it's like, we, we don't want to, well, I don't want to deal with that right now or right. I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is. And so, you know, I just encourage, especially if you're going through some sort of detoxing process and some of this is coming up like we have to be willing to to make the time for it and that's where yeah, I get so frustrated with like new year's resolutions and juice cleanses and yeah. all this stuff is because you know we have to be willing to design our lives around creating the opportunity for healing um yeah no yeah. totally yeah I totally agree and I know you do a lot with kind of helping busy women Man, you know, figure out this best way to do life where they're not so stressed. So what, what tips right. around that? Yeah. So it's incorporating, you know, systems and processes into your lifestyle that it's interesting because it's almost like an oxymoron, but for, you know, like a, having busy women, like find time to schedule downtime, you know, like you schedule yeah. in <laughs> schedule block it. time on your calendar to do nothing, you know, and it's so important that I have I'm so guilty of this myself and this is something that I'm always working on is like this you know fast-paced life overscheduled, overbooked and I've really worked hard to create boundaries and I work with my clients on this all the time around you know allowing that time for unscheduled you know downtime whether it's self-care you know a planned self-care activity something that is you know purposeful for you if it's if it's just rest, if it's watching Netflix, if it's going out for a walk with your family, whatever it is that, you know, that is going to recharge you in every way and help you, you know, to find that joy and find that peace and find that just yeah. freedom to not be, you know, have your, your day controlled by a schedule or, any, you know, just to have that opportunity to 
do whatever you're called to do that day and or that in that moment. And, you know, I don't think we have that opportunity so much as especially as busy, high performing professional women in the United States where between family and business and, you know, obligations, our calendars are jam packed. And, you know, we don't have. So I think what I encourage you to do and, you know, what I what I work on with myself and my clients is, like I said, really actually creating schedule downtime and block it off in your calendar and be, set hard boundaries around that. And, yeah. you know, consider that time that you are unavailable. And however, you know, whatever in whatever way you choose to spend that time, whatever is going to revive you and really help to, you know, give you the opportunity to do something that you, that brings you joy and happiness, then that is your time. And so that's one thing. And then the other thing to help to manage stress, you know, ongoing and help to support us as we go through these busy days and weeks is having a consistent stress management practice. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be very simple, but being very consistent with that. So if it's even, you know, a 10 or 15 meditation every morning or a, a you know, a 20 minute yoga practice in the evening or breath work at some point in the day, but having really finding what you connect with to help to calm your mind and body and get you in that sort of centered grounded state. And once you determine what that practice is, being very consistent around it. And again, setting those boundaries and making that commitment to yourself because that's where the impact is. And that's where the transformation occurs is in that consistency. It's, it's really, you know, you're gonna get out of the practice what you put into it. And when you commit to it and you're consistent, it's so powerful. And, you know, you, you, then you see those results transfer over into your performance at work, how you interact with your, your spouse and your children and your family and you being able to emotionally have that endurance to multitask and manage your, you know, your day at work and then go home and still have the emotional energy to have a meaningful conversation with your husband or, or spouse and then be engaged with your kids in the evening and not be completely exhausted emotionally after a long day. So I think that really helps to, when you have that consistent practice to manage, you know, long-term your performance. Yeah. And we have to look at it as long-term because I think so often we, you know, see the short-term like, well, I just have to get through this. And yeah. You know, when, it, when this happens, then I'll be yeah. able to fly. And like, the right. reality is if we're not intentional about creating it now, it's never going to happen. Totally, um, yeah. So, you know, just to share an example from my own life, cause I'm always working on this too. I mm-hmm. somehow inadvertently like stopped really scheduling anything on Thursdays and I didn't intentionally do this. My son's going to come interrupt. So. I see. It's fine. <laughs> but you know, I, I got to the point where I realized like he actually goes to a sitter on Tuesdays and Thursdays um, to give me a break from homeschool and all that. And usually mm-hmm. I work every day. And I was like, I have a whole day where I can do whatever I want. And normally I would push yeah. myself to like do work or what. And now I'm really intentional about, you know, having that, that day time. be for me. And I like the first day I really took that time. I was like, wow, I really need yeah. that. And, you know, so you may not have a whole, whole day, like not many of us right. are fortunate to have that, but you know, especially right now, but can you find 10 minutes, 15 totally, minutes, yep. like you can do it. And, you know, so that was the first thought. And the second one is like, we have to make this work for us. You know, you mm-hmm. can read 
all the things and try all the, you know, what so-and-so does and the 5am club and all this stuff, but Mm -hmm. you have to be realistic about what's going to work for you. And I love that, you know, from that same space of definitely, because if it's not realistic for your lifestyle, then you're, it's, it's the application and the implementation is not going to happen. And that we see that all the time, you know, we, we all get over ambitious and take on all these things. And then you know, two weeks in where we're, we can't, you know, we don't have time for it anymore. So it's about, I think what you said is really important about being very intentional about how you create that time and space for yourself, for your self-care and, you know, how that can allow you to show up, you know, not only for yourself, but, you know, for in every other area of your life too, but really making it something that is practical for you, that's realistic to follow through on. And, you know, even trying it and seeing, you know, where you can plug in, like you said, just small pockets of time that are truly, you know, you're very committed to giving that time back to yourself. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Give our time back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just so true. We are constantly so valuable. Away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gotta bring it's, it back, yeah. ladies. Bring it back. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And you know, if anybody wants to connect with you further, where can they where can they do yeah, that? Yeah. So um my Facebook group um is called Find Energy, Rise Above Chronic Stress and Fatigue. And I would love come on over, join the group. I have lots of, you know, great resources and trainings and things going on in there all the time. So um, we can probably share the link right in. Yeah, yeah um, I'll put it in the show notes. Perfect. And yeah. then you can find me there and on Instagram at um, the period revolution period health is where you can find me on Instagram. And um, yeah, that's where I hang out the most. So I would love to have anybody come on over and, and join the group and join the fun that we're having on social media. Awesome. Love it. Well, yeah. again, thank you so much for joining us and appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. There you'll have access to free trainings, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.